so much for joining me tonight on another episode and as always i'm grateful for your support and all the shares that you guys continue to do keep sharing keep sharing send the the message out there uh i'm sure people might need this heck i need this <laughs> so um i appreciate you guys i appreciate you all right it's been kind of tricky to record because i've recorded about three different mp3s audio episodes but i couldn't really publish them because it when i sat back to listen to them i'm finding a lot of things that were just errors that just were fancy you know what i mean by fancy is that they don't usually happen any other time but i know when it's mercury retrograde i will get some fancy stuff happening with my language so today november 20th is our last day of the Mercury retrograde. And basically what Mercury, Mercury uh, you see, that my, I'm already mixing up my words. Mercury retrograde is just um, an astrological functioning that occurs within the year at multiple times. And it's a period of time that we can really find we're no, we can find glitches in, especially electronic stuff and glitches in the way we speak. There's going to be some glitches in the way we think. So our memory can sometimes get all fudged up or, um, we can even omit a lot of information too. I mean, I find myself missing information as I'm talking to people. I'm like, what, what did I just say? What? <laughs> and so that's exactly what I've been experiencing for the past couple of recordings before I even published or worked on publishing on this one. So today's our last attempt here, but I still wanted to to take my risk and uh, record this in hopes that maybe this retrograde will help in some way to help us close a good, important chapter and begin a new one, get, begin a new healthy cycle. And what I'm talking about specifically is the habit of talking about ourselves with shame and guilt, like using shame and guilt in our self-talk and how we talk about ourselves out loud as well. So I put a list together. (laughs) Yeah, the list is back. Brace yourself. And I have five things on that list that if you change, it will help really, you know, upgrade your self-talk and your self-love and help you talk to yourself in a more respectful way rather than the current way that we sometimes use to talk to ourselves which not may not be compassionate to ourselves or respectful to ourselves it's, it's like very harsh and I mentioned this before as a therapist I have to work a lot on myself so when I hear you I can hear what you're really telling me and how you really talk about yourself And if my gauge is off, then unfortunately, when you say something nasty about yourself, I won't catch it. And it could be, it could come in little subtle ways. People talk about themselves in this shaming way, and it's kind of subtle. We think that's how we talk. That's how we need to talk. And it is false. 
Because today, as adults, we can pick whatever we can sound like on the inside. Maybe we inherited ways to correct ourselves or talk to ourselves that may have not been the gentlest way. But today, you are very much in charge of how you talk to yourself and how you talk about yourself out loud. And I hear it. I'm telling you, I hear it. it is, it's harsh and it's, it makes me cringe. And this relationship with you needs to be front and center because... That's the relationship you carry for the rest of your life all day long, 24-7. You cannot run away from you. As a matter of fact, if you do run away from you or attempt to do it, it becomes a disorder like anxiety, for example, or depression. Those are ways of being helpless to your emotions or running away from them. And so we don't want to go there. We don't want to go to those places. We want to heal a lot of the way we talk to ourselves. I mean, man, we could choose whatever language we want, but we're waiting to feel different in order for us to start talking to ourselves differently. And I always say this, but I don't really care about how you feel because my feelings don't tell me a lot about reality. It is just habitual. I have feelings that I find familiar because I, I recycle thoughts and these thoughts cause feelings and and they're recycled feelings. I just keep having the same feelings and I give them value because they're familiar, not because they are actually truthful. So feelings are, are not necessarily a good indicator, if you don't know how what you're doing with it, of reality. It is not a good indicator for of reality. And I need you to keep that in mind. So as we change this about us, I don't need you to feel worthy before you start sounding good to you. I want you to be able to use thoughts to heal you and not to harm you. They're a form of emotional cutting. They're, we're doing it to ourselves. And you'll find out today the few things that we do say that if we just start healing them by interrupting them or by catching them, I think that you'll find living with yourself is awesome. You won't want to distract or run away from that. And that's really the ultimate goal. This is what self-transformation is all about. This is what I this podcast is all about. It's about getting you to love you in this journey, to really pay attention to your feelings, but not use them to hurt you, but use them to guide you. Especially when you know the feelings are not facts. They don't, they're not an indicator of what is real because I could feel scared thinking about the what ifs that never happen. And there's no actual real threat. I'm, I have not lost my job. I have, I'm not living homeless, but I could be thinking about the what ifs of what if I lost my job? What if I am homeless? What if I don't please my boss? And, and I keep running this obsessive type of thinking that eventually harms me. It makes me believe that homelessness is actually there, even though it is not there, but I feel like it is right. But again, the feelings aren't real. So if you keep that in mind, I think that you can make those changes real quick, real quick, if you really approach it with innocence and know that if I feel weird saying those things, it is not because they're actually weird or not truthful. When I am compassionate to myself and it feels weird to me, it's because it's not familiar to me. We have to outgrow this idea that the feelings have to be the real, I'm depressed, so it must be the real side of me. And all of this is just keeping you stuck people and we need to unstuck you we need to unfuck this clusterfuck let's just do it let's just do it and we need to unfuck ourselves <laughs> mercury retrograde we'll just chalk this up to just mercury retrograde i'm gonna publish this thing so <laughs> the first 
thing on my list that, that we use to self-shame out loud a lot of times is, oh, I shouldn't have done this thing I've done. I shouldn't have done it. Or I could have, I could have been better at it. Or I, or, um, the I shoulds is pretty important. I, I go back to my past and sometimes I'll say it out loud. They're like, oh, I shouldn't have quit school. I should just keep, I should just kept on going. Instead of seeking to understand you, what you're doing is just doing the shoulds and coulds, which in itself is shaming. It doesn't allow for you to accept your past and really not judge it. Just look at it without judgment. Like, Hey, at that time, that was the right decision. Not going to school. Cool. Because I'm not dead yet. I can do it whenever I want. If that's really where I want to go. So it's important to remember that anytime the shoulds and the coulds come out in the wrong way, just stop it. Just hear my voice tell you, stop, be nice to you, be nice to my friends here, be nice. And hopefully we'll, we'll get to capture this or prevent it from coming out of your mouth and saying it out loud. We don't want to make this thing a reality. And unfortunately we reaffirm it when we say it out loud and other people agree with us. <laughs> I don't want them to agree with my shoulds and coulds and shit. I want them, I want to be able to put out that fire before it comes out. So that's one fire I need you to put out. The shoulds and the coulds. I should have done, I know, I know what to do, but I just, I couldn't do it. Or, you know, it's not necessary to shame yourself. Not necessary. Learn to talk about yourself by, by way of understanding yourself. Why were those decisions made at the time? You know the truth. I don't need anybody else to confirm it for you. You know it. So understand that whatever decision you made at, at that time, it was the best decision at that time. Can't sit with myself right now and judge me for my past. And, and thank goodness I'm not where I used to be. So beautiful, beautiful. I can look at my life as a way that's flexible because I'm imperfect. And because at times I will act imperfectly and my decisions will demonstrate that as well. So it's all good. It's, it's all good. Tala still loves Tala by the end of the day. All right. The number two way that we shame ourselves is when we call ourselves names. It's, this is really, oh, so common. And I hear kids even doing it. When I used to work with kids in schools and they would tell me something that their parents rehearsed to them. It's not them. They don't even know what it means, but they'll tell me, oh yeah, I don't clean my room because I'm lazy. I'm thinking to myself, why would you think that? You know? And of course it comes back to what do I, what do they hear at home for them to think that? So if you kind of grew up with this idea that I need to call myself names to motivate myself to do more things or to really correct myself. Get out of this habit. It is just gets you stuck on shame. Just shaming. I am no good. I'm lazy. I'm useless. I'm worthless. I'm dumb. I'm not smart enough or variations of that. All of, all of which are not facts are not reality, but unfortunately, because you do reaffirm it or reconfirm it for yourself every day, you believe it. But again, although it feels real, what you're really saying is that it feels familiar for me to do that stuff. It would be weird if I don't call myself lazy because I didn't want to clean today. Or it would be weird if I want to take a day off from work because I wanted a day for self-care. It would be weird for me because I would be saying I'm weak. Um, I don't deserve it. And call myself names for wanting to take a day off. So again, your relationship with you needs to be better, a lot better because you live with you all day long through thick and thin. And if you don't sound kind and compassionate to you, 
it is just going to be a rotten, miserable journey. <laughs> just rotten. And the thing is, you have full control of healing this and even preventing future need to call ourselves names or shame ourselves. So no more calling ourselves names. We are not lazy. We're not dumb. And especially if you have children, please do not engage in that loudly. I don't need your kids to hear how you're lazy because you didn't clean up. They're going to get the impression that that's what they're, that's really what they're worth. That if they cleaned up, they'd be better people. <laughs> or if they, they have to perform to be good people and it's, it's not necessarily true. They just, the intentions are good. So even if I don't perform, the intentions are still good, right? They're still worthy. They don't have to put on a facade. So that's also dealing with children, right? And all of these really dealing with children too, because their ha the habits are being inherited by your children if you have them. And especially when you talk out loud, which is what we're really discussing today, the ways we talk out loud to shame ourselves. And probably happening on, on the inside too, you know? Probably doing that. The third uh, way we tend to shame ourselves out loud is by comparing myself to another person. And the one that makes me cringe the most is when a person compares themselves to another sibling. Like, my mom loved my brother more or my sister more than me. I mean, this is like a core wound that really needs to be healed because, listen, if your mom or dad were ever neglectful or toxic, there's, there, there's nothing that they can really offer you in the way you want to be loved, right? And we need to accept that. That's a hard pill we got to swallow. So I promise you, they never had the skills before to do it. And if they're not aware now, they won't have these skills to do it now. So a lot of the times we romance this idea of my parents being kinder or more compassionate to my uh, siblings, which is implying that you're not worthy enough that's why they don't cheat you this way but listen they have no skills to begin with and if you ask, ask your sister or, or brother they tell you oh my mom loves you more than she loves me and that's the common response most people get <laughs> so somehow we think we are less than other people and this comparison is, is putting us down when we compare ourselves to other people. It is, we do it loud. We think it's like a, a typical thing. We, we just, it's fine. We got to live with it. You know, this comparing and I'm less than because I only got this amount of food on my plate versus another person that got this much food or uh, I am less than because this person got a raise and I didn't get a promotion or a raise. You know, whatever the case is, the, the self-comparison is, is nasty. It's nasty business nasty business that we definitely need to heal and you again you may feel comfortable doing that but it doesn't mean it is reality it just means that it's familiar it's a habit you got we can we can definitely heal this habit gradually uh number four way that we shame ourselves is by placing conditions on our self-love, on our self-worth. And how we do this is, let's say we have conditions about, I got to finish schooling and I got to get more schooling so I can be worthy or I can be valuable or I can be prestigious or I can be whatever it is that you think this achievement would accomplish. And we do this in a lot of ways, not just school and, and work, but even at home, we 
place conditions on our self-love, especially with our partners, that if maybe they give us more attention, that means we are worthy. And and if we don't get attention, we get angry at ourselves. It's not, they're not feeling our anger. It's We're really angry at ourselves when we get angry because <laughs> we're feeling the anger. It's not really them. And a lot of people kind of mix that up. They're like, I'm angry at you. No, no, you're not. You're, you're angry at you. And it could be angry because I'm, I'm having to put up with this person and, and whatever you perceive the condition that they did not meet in order for you to love yourself and not be angry at yourself. So placing conditions on my self-love is going to cause me to always have to be productive or working towards something in order for me to be useful or to finally get gratification. But unfortunately, if you're training your brain not to sit in satisfaction, which is what you're doing, that that means that when it's, when you do accomplish this thing you got to accomplish, you wouldn't know how to sit and train your body to sit in satisfaction. You'll keep wanting more and more and more and more because you've trained your brain to like more and more and more and more and more. And I only get valuable only when I achieve this thing, but we cannot sit after a while of doing all this achievement, we cannot sit still and be satisfied. We'll always be judging ourselves in that case. So it's not not a good habit to continue to have, which is I got to do something in order for me to, to feel worthy or valuable. So no condition needs to be placed. And I don't have to be making a lot of money in order for me to understand that I'm a good worker and that I'm worthy and... I'm ethical and all that good stuff. I don't have, I don't need money to convey that. I don't need it to convey my value. But a lot of people will go into the shaming of saying it even out loud that, oh, last night I didn't get to finish all my work and I, I'm just lazy and I'm, and I'm no good or whatever variation I'll hear it from another person. I'm like, oh gosh, like there's a condition to your self love right there. And let's eliminate it. How about we just do stuff? When we can, when we can't, we can understand that we can't, un- we can't do them. You know, if I have work that I could not complete for the day, I don't need to suffer with my shaming. I could just simply start again tomorrow, just like that. And sometimes we complicate the shit out of this. So keep it simple, my friends, keep it simple. Also keep in mind that if you place conditions on yourself, love, uh, for example, if I have to be healthy to love myself and when I'm not healthy anymore, I start getting angry because I can't do the stuff that I used to do and I can't be the way I used to be. Uh, if you're just doing that, it's, it's, it's torment to you. It's torment to you on the inside and out loud. It's just an evidence of self-shaming. I need you to love yourself through thick and thin, remember? So when we look and understand and say, hey, I, I was unable to do that. I had a car accident or I had a medical condition that wasn't allowing me to work. I need to understand that, not be in denial and, and not accept the facts here. And I have a lot of people that I see that really, it's like I love myself until I got sick. And then after I got sick, I just couldn't tolerate myself anymore. It's like I wish I was a way I used to be. And they're hating themselves instead of nurturing themselves during their sickness or illness. They're hating themselves in this process. They are rejecting themselves because I'm not performing like I used to be. I'm no human. <laughs> I don't, I'm scum. You know, and, and it's, it's sad to see and sad to hear. It makes me cringe that you're talking about yourself that way. And I hope from here on out that it makes you cringe. I really do. I need to love myself through my sickness and in health. That's really the vow I need to be taking primarily with myself first. Because <laughs> if I can't even offer that with myself, then, oh hell, I'm 
it's 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 gonna it's gonna be a hard life from that point on okay finally the way we shame ourselves can also appear in how you judge yourself right now or about your past and instead of again seeking to understand it you're just sitting in judgment so for example i have a lot of women that get into really terrible relationships and they can they do it for long term and they come to see me after a breakup and they really are not liking themselves at that time they're just judging themselves endlessly like i shouldn't have stayed with this person i wasted my time they mistreated me like they act like they were held hostage in the situation and they didn't have a choice to leave uh, i mean come on it's not going to be kind to yourself it's like calling yourself weak incapable which is not the truth it's the truth is is that you stayed in that relationship because it met a need and when it stopped meeting a need and becoming toxic your self-love took you right the hell out which is good news your self-preserving love took you out nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that i don't need you to go back there and say that this version of me was not was not perfect and she should have been perfect and she's not allowed to learn her lessons and not allowed to gain perspective you're not allowed for flexibility here you think that you should be already knowing it. i should have already known it no no you 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 shouldn't you shouldn't already know it it's good that we live life to learn those lessons and improve it improve this this living that we're doing nothing wrong with that so i need to confront this idea of judging myself for my past and learn to understand why i made those decisions why did i stay in a toxic relationship for so long and was okay with the power differential there why was i okay with getting so little for example and this giving so much these things are great to understand i don't need you to judge you and call yourself stupid and dumb and like weak and whatever it is people do it makes me cringe again i hope it makes you cringe too now it is an act of un kindness is the best way to say it, to yourself that you are not able to get sick or make a decision that's based on fear or make a decision that's based on insecurity you're not allowed to do all these things in your mind you should have known better i should have just done this or and you're saying i'm dumb i'm i'm stupid and, I, and it's just it's a cyclical thing and that shaming keeps you stuck emotionally which is what we call depression so get yourself out of that depressive type of thinking pattern by simply not judging yourself but allowing yourself to understand really really why you did the things that you did not because you're no good but really understand the facts there did i have less skills than i do today was my self esteem different back then than it is today well my sense it was my sense of awareness different than it is today i mean there's so many changes and we're not allowed to evolve we sh- we should have just been born evolved already no need to learn stuff just just you should have known better and we just sit in this judgment it's no good no good no good and i hear it out loud i tell you as a therapist it hurts to hear you and hear human beings talk about their themselves that way their journey this way especially when i know what i know about you that you are so worthy you're so worthy and when you've earned this ticket this blessing of life this life this ticket to live life i need you to live it like you know it's a gift and i know you could do it i really know you can and that's what i wait for 
And maybe to sum up my whole job really is just that I wait for you to have a better relationship with you. I help you work through that because I have a good relationship with myself. It's easier for me to guide you and to let you know that it's possible. I believe in it so much because I went through it. There's no way I can argue it. I, I know that you're capable of doing it. If I could do it, you could do it. I'm not above or superior in any other way. And I know you could do it. You're human just like me. And that's good news. Yeah. So this is really what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. I hope that we start changing those little habits. And I hope that you start laughing at them when, you, when they come up. The, the shoulds and the goods and the calling myself names like I'm lazy and just labeling myself dumb or comparing myself to other people you know they got their food earlier than I did I must not be worthy <laughs> the restaurant for example that's what I mean or placing conditions on my love that if I clean that house I'll be more valuable if I do all this work that I'll be more valuable that I'll be more worthy and really be a hard worker and that'll be great and finally just judging yourself for the past those habits are not good judging yourself for the past without seeking to understand why i mean you deserve that you deserve a better climate on the inside and we're just not taking advantage of it yet when we sound like this okay you guys you don't need me to tell you this but in case you want me to love you until you learn to love yourself i love you guys and i love that you get to have this journey and express yourself in it do it wisely I'm sending you love, light, and self-acceptance in sickness and in health till death do you part. This has been an episode of Drive Through.